The material provided today is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. Consult with a financial professional for your own needs. Johnny Sestina and Company disclaims any and all liability for the interpretation and use of the content provided today. I need help getting out of my student loan I'm so debt. worried. How am I going to afford taking care of my When's parents? a good time to get into the market? I'm really not sure when I should start taking my Social Security. I wonder if I have enough insurance. I wonder when I can retire. It's time to talk about your money. Managing to be wealthy. Our team of fee-only financial planners is ready to help you to create better financial habits. Envision your long-term goals and understand money management better than ever. Our resident hosts of Johnny, Sestina, and Company are on deck to show you the way. Welcome to Managing to be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. This is Tyler Cook, joined by certified financial planner Cole Hammock and the man himself, John Sestina. Good to see you, gentlemen. Good to see you. Likewise. Good to be here. A lot going on these days. Never a dull moment. A lot to talk about per usual. We'll get into that in a moment, but... I want to start with some current events and a lot going on here in the state of Ohio and makes us proud here in the Buckeye State with what's been going on with business and investments and things like that. So a few updates to get to there, but overall we'll get into the topic tonight of how to navigate your employer-provided benefits. And the season. It's, it's not just it, – it's, it's truly a package, right, a package of benefits, and there's a lot of things in there. And I think most of us would think health insurance, right, it's time to sure. look at health insurance, but well, we won't spend a whole lot of time – a lot of time on that today. In fact, if you want to learn a lot about health insurance, Medicare, open enrollment season this time of year, go back and listen to the last show. Uh, the podcast was fantastic. Our guest, Mike Gatteri from Health Markets, talked about somebody that knows his stuff. He's, he's great at what he does. It was I a great, great show. Him. He had no notes in front of him, by the way. Really? It's all knowledge-based. That, that, that doesn't surprise me one bit. I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, great show. Go back and listen to that. You can go to our website, Managing so, to be Wealthy. So this is an ageism show? <laughs> <laughs> this is for no, everybody. This is the opposite of that today. Oh, not, everybody see. gets open enrollment, right? Well, I don't get open enrollment. Well, that's that's a choice. Life's <laughs> <laughs> about choices, Sean. <laughs> My age has nothing to do with it, does it, Tyler? Uh, maybe. <laughs> depends. We'll get into that. It depends. <laughs> John's a little spicy today, by the way. It's going to be a good one. That's it. I'm excited. <laughs> Call you over there poking him. So. Absolutely. Uh, I live for this. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the theme we'll get, we'll spend the most of our time talking about employer-provided benefits. And really the takeaway for the listeners, if you are in that scenario where you do get the option every year to take a look at your benefits through your employer, don't just click the button that says, you know, no changes. No change. Yeah, right, let's, right. We're going to teach you a few things to look at and spend a little mm-hmm. bit of time on this because truly planning, right, it's a continuous thing. And this is a great example of that. It's, you've got this time in the fall to set yourself up for 2023, right? you got to do it now and plan ahead. So for sure. plan your work, work your plan. So we'll get into that in a moment. But let's start with, with current events. So uh, I mentioned a lot going on in here in Ohio. Of course, a few months ago now, they they announced that Intel plant they're going to be building here, mm-hmm. chip, chip factory plant, That's mega plant. My old neck of the woods. Thing. So piggybacking off of that, just this week, Honda announced that in Fayette County, so just mm-hmm. in southwestern Ohio, kind of here between here and Cincinnati, roughly, yeah. Uh, they're going to announce, they just announced actually a $3.5 billion electric battery plant. Wild. So, again, huge investment. They're actually going to be investing about $5 billion back into the state when you look at some other things that they're doing with, with Honda. But, uh, yeah, I mean, lots of jobs. What was it, 2,000 jobs I think uh, so. are going to be coming to the area, um, along with construction jobs, too, of course. Mm-hmm. And so just, just great to see that reinvestment back into the economy. And, John, this reminds me of something you've always talked about especially in times like right now, right, when people's hair is on fire, markets are going wild, to the downside, of course. Uh, there's been some positive. There's been some updates in, in there, but mostly down this year, right? right? Sure. And we get the questions all the time, what do we do? Should we sell? Should we? And this, things like this remind me of what you're actually investing in when you talk about stocks or your portfolio or your 401K, whatever it is. 
you're investing in business. Right. And look right here. Look at this example. Business is still going to thrive. Businesses will find a way through this. <clears throat> Honda is the most recent example. Right. I mean, if there is no business, there is nothing. People often don't, don't think of that, but when they're out there raving about, you know, corporations don't pay any taxes, they're awful, they're mean, and they overwhelm the world. Well, well they have to pay their fair share, John. Well, I know they have to pay their fair share. You're going to get me going, huh, Cole? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the truth is, if they weren't there, you wouldn't have a job. Right. And so that's the foundation to remember here. So everything's a business. And it's the whole mindset, too, of the optimism, right? The optimist will win, right? The yeah, pessimism, yeah. the fear part, that, that's what gets the headlines. That's mm -hmm. the, the, the sale aspect to all this uh, Negative fear. sells and optimism mm -hmm. wins. You got it. Exactly like right. So there is still growth that's going to happen. We might see being a slower growth phase, yeah. right? But it's not a no growth phase, yeah. right? So keep that in mind as you're looking at your statements and, and when, you know, pulling your hair out when you see things right now. Yeah. It's not a matter of if, but when. Right. That thing's right. Back. And it's one more thing on this, and you know, we don't talk a lot about the market, but it's it's about time in the Definitely. market, not timing the right. market. Yeah, just remember that. So yeah, remember all right. cycles. Well, go look at the cycles. How 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 long is the market down, and how long does it take it to come back, and how long is it up? How long does it take it to go down? And there are definite time cycles. Yeah. Well, would you believe in this crazy world too? We actually have some bipartisan things happening. In no. D.C. Where? It's, it's true, John. It's true. Just in Austria? It's true. Yeah. No, it's here. Right <laughs> Surprise. Here. It's America. Right here. In fact, my daughter next year is going to be taking that trip to D.C. Uh, okay, so, yeah. You know, it's, it's that time of year, too. Her school right now, the other kids are going down there right now. But is she there is some great already? Not yet, next year. Okay, next well, year she will be. That, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Full-on teenager, too, Cole. So. Makes me oh, feel old time. Yep. Yep. See the gray hair right here? Gray hair. I plucked, you have a I baseball plucked, bat. One That's what matters. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Get those boys away from her. <laughs> yep. That's already started. I bet. So, but truly, bipartisan yeah. things are happening. There's there's three different versions of bills floating around uh, the House and the Senate on changes to retirement plan laws, uh, which the last vote on one of these was a 400, let me get the right number here, hang on, 414 to 5 vote. So you talk about bipartisan, that doesn't get much more was a slam shot. dunk than that. Yeah. Yeah, but basically what they're talking about is changes to the overall retirement system, which it's been quite a while since they've done that. 2006 was really the last uh, significant changes. Mm -hmm. uh, but, Cole, what are some of the things they're talking about updating? Yeah, I know one of the, the first ones I saw was an increase in adjustment to uh, catch-up contributions to retirement plans. Uh, so 401ks specifically right now, uh, you once you're over age 50, you can contribute an extra $6,500 per year to that. For IRAs, once you're over 50, you can contribute an extra 1000 but they've adjusted those numbers a, a fair bit. I think was the four hundred one k to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, is that right? Right. And then the IRAs got a little bit of love as well. And um, that's tax deductible too, by the way. The ten thousand. Yes. Yeah. Although, which what was interesting, and this was kind of a, a side or an aside to that, is uh, they're considering making those catch up contributions Roth money instead, which I thought was interesting. Rough money? Rough, yeah, like, like a dog. Oh, Roth, that's a great point. Uh, so Roth, after-tax contributions, oh, Roth, grow tax-free, okay. <laughs> distributions are tax-free versus the traditional pre-tax where you get the uh, tax savings up front, but you have to pay taxes in the future. So. Did you ever stop and think, why don't they do away with all of those programs and have one? It's too simple, John. <laughs> you don't want that. Simpler is always better. And so I wish they would do that and get rid of all these uh, different plans. In fact, there's been studies that show that there are some countries that have that. 
where the individual can put away X number of dollars a year on a tax-favored basis, and they they succeed very well. So Yeah, I think it, you get so many different nuances to the plans. I mean, we're just talking 401k right now, but right. one of the other things that they're talking about changing, which, you know, I want to get your thoughts on this, but they want to add more availability to tap into your 401k for emergencies. Oh, no, I don't want that. I, I like it in theory. I think it really comes down to what the emergency is, uh, because to to avoid the 10% penalties, good. Of course, the last thing, John, to your point, the last thing you want to do is pull out of a 401k. Right. Because you can't put that money back in. But I can imagine there would be some emergencies out there where you may not have a cash reserve. The uh, The alternative is going into credit card debt to fund that. So yeah. I don't think it's a great solution, but it's not a bad option. It's just I think it's tempting for the for the wrong reasons. If you sure. if you can plan ahead, then you try to avoid that scenario. What about this one? Quickly before the break here, improving access to annuities. <laughs> what, what, what do you think about that? They're not they're not confusing enough as they are. Yeah, right. You want this? <laughs> That's probably God. the last thing we need. So there's some good things in these bills. There's some not so good things. That's typical, right? With what you see coming out of Washington, Always. but it does have it does have bipartisan support. So when we get back, we'll get into the meat of our topic today, which is how to navigate your employer-provided benefits, because, boy, there's more and more every time you look at those packages. So we'll get right to that when we get back. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Welcome back to Managing to be Wealthy. This is Tyler Cook, joined by Cole Hammock and John Sestina. So let's get into the meat of it, gentlemen. Employer-provided benefits. And this time of year is open enrollment for a lot of companies. Uh, so it's that once-a-year opportunity. You get a chance to take a look at what's offered as far as benefits through your employer and potentially make some changes. And so as I said earlier, first thing I want you to think of is just please, if, if, you, have, if you haven't done this before, please don't start now and, and click the no changes button, right? Because yep. you, you get this email from your HR. There's a lot of words, paragraphs, and then at the bottom there's probably a link that says, you know, click here to access your you know, enrollment. You access it, you go into it, and there's a little button right at the top that says, I declare I have no changes. Yep. <laughs> Continue, right? Yep. Just because it's been the same for the last five years, last 10 years, doesn't mean they didn't add something new this oh, year. Wait a minute, guys. I'm a brand new employee, and I received this packet, about 18 inches of paper, talking about all the things I have available. What in the world is an open enrollment? Yep. So that's, uh, again, the, the once-a-year opportunity to select benefits, that you, for example, health insurance, disability insurance, life insurance, uh, pet insurance, retirement what? plan choices. Yeah, pet, pet insurance. I'll come more, yeah. more on that in a minute. It's a billion dollar yeah, Dogs, cats. Yeah. Uh, so, and I'll, we'll get into the specifics in a minute, but essentially it's that, that once a year opportunity to set yourself up for the next year, next mm-hmm. calendar year, right? So in this case, talking 2023, and you really get the choice to plan. That's really what it is. There's so many planning opportunities within this. And that's what I'd like people to take away from today is just, as we tie all these topics together, that that's planning, right? Looking at all these moving parts and how they how they're integrated. Absolutely. And you brought up a point so that the once a year, so there are circumstances where you can do this throughout the year. That's it's rare. It's a special open enrollment period, but if you had a, a major life change, generally, so uh, maybe we welcomed a new one into the household. Uh, maybe worst case scenario, divorce or change of employment, uh, death in the household, and there are a few others, but. 
if something big has changed, you could work with your employer and make sure that the benefits are up to date as well. Marriage? Did you those. see that one? Marriage? Uh, that's that's the better side of the one that okay. I did say. Uh, so yes, good all right. point. <laughs> all right, good. Very good. <laughs> So let, let's just kind of visualize this for a moment. So you get that email, right? And in fact, let me just say this story. So I was working on the show and kind of figure out what, you know, what we're going to talk about. And I, I asked my wife, I said, before you knew me, when you got your open enrollment stuff, what did you do? <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, what, like when you got the email, like, you know, and it said, hey, it's time to, time to enroll. What did you do? It's like, uh, just click the button. Yep. <laughs> no, no changes. <laughs> just like everyone else. Yeah, did. exactly. Got, got to appreciate the honesty, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that's, that's common. And, and if you're listening and that's you, just take some notes here today because we'll give you some, some tips to look at. So uh, starting with starting point is, is you get in there and it's and typically to your point, John, it's like a pamphlet, right? You get this PDF type format nowadays. Mm-hmm. It could be 20, 30 pages long oh, yeah. and it covers a variety of topics and it's overwhelming. And I think that's why a lot of us just click, you know, next, right. Uh, or continue and just no changes. But the idea being just take a look at the deadline. Cause you typically get a few weeks to do this. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like you have to do it all at once. But again, don't start the night before either. Yep. <laughs> then you're more prompt to click the no changes button. Right. Uh, but let's let's tackle a few of these things. And again, I don't want to spend too much time on health insurance today, just because that Mike, our guest Mike Kateri, was so great. Uh, listen to that podcast for specifics. But a lot of people think health insurance when it's open enrollment season, and that is a sure. big one. It's a big cost, not only to you as an employee, but to the employer, significant cost. Uh, so what are some things to consider, Cole, when somebody gets that and they're look, trying to evaluate what type of health plan might be available to them or best for them, rather? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously you need to make sure that uh, your providers, your specialists, those people are going to be in network. So I think that's first and foremost what going I'm going to be where? Uh, they're, they're in network. Network. And what does that mean? Uh, so essentially that uh, your provider accepts that insurance or that that company is insurance. So a provider is a... Uh, delivery truck physician or? could be a delivery truck <laughs> i don't think they accept insurance but um yeah it'd be your your physicians your your specialists right yeah um so ideally first step there in networks what we're looking at and that's the, sorry to interrupt you, that's where things yep. change quite a bit from last year to this year right in sure. terms of the cost Absolutely. we've certainly seen that go up that's been a trend for many many mm-hmm. years the the premium that you pay not only uh, the employer part as well yep. uh, but also something to pay attention to would be your, your deductibles and then your your out of pocket expenses, right? And so these Absolutely. policies have maxes, and you got to pay attention because you may elect the same plan as last year, but all these underlying things, things changed. Yep. And what you don't want to find out is when you do have a major event, health event, mm-hmm. where you need to rely on the insurance or there's you know, hospitalization, whatever it is, you don't want to find out that there's a big gap there you didn't plan for. For sure. Uh, but let's say uh, everything checks out, everything makes sense, um, and you know the physicians and network deductibles are reasonable and maybe we're particularly healthy, we can start looking into a, a health savings account. I think those are fun. Yeah. So a health savings account or an HSA is a way to save on a pre-tax basis for future medical expenses. Yeah, and, and to not to be to use ageism, John, but typically if Uh-oh. you're younger and healthy, that can be a great plan, right? It's a, great, it's yes, a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see your sign card. Excuse me. <laughs> no, it's a great plan, and it's a great plan no matter what your age. Because, uh, you know, once you you filled up your IRAs, you filled up your 401k and whatever else is out there, and now you're still looking for a way to reduce taxes. Are you yelling about taxes right now, end of the year? Of course you are. So what you want to do is find another way to reduce the taxes, and this is one of them. I still have my HSA, believe it or not. It has about $40 in it. But, <laughs> but it's there. It's there, darn it. Yeah, I didn't spend it all yet. So there well, you go. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, more health things, it's going to be spent pretty quick. 
So uh, y- y- it's a good it's a good tool to use. Yeah, and if you if you do what you're saying correctly, then not only were your contributions to it tax deductible, but mm-hmm. if you invested money within it, that growth is tax free, and distributions are also tax free. Not to mention, if you get past age 65, then you can take the money out for non healthcare expenses. So it's right. like another IRA. So and great that, tool. Yeah, and even after 55, you can make catch up contributions to it as well. So yep. And the Love HSA them. is the one, it's it's not the use it or lose it, right? You get to hang on to it to your point, yes. John. You still have it, right? So um, pay attention to that. And again, typically with an HSA, though, you will have a higher deductible, mm-hmm. right? which means more money out of your pocket first before the insurance will kick in. So pay attention to those nuances. And what I've really liked to see, and, I, and we look at a lot of this stuff, Cole, but oh, yeah. uh, the, the benefit packages now will include different scenarios. And it's kind of buried in the back of these summaries, but I just saw one yesterday. I think it was uh, Med Mutual maybe or maybe Anthem, but one of the two, these bigger providers. And it'll say scenarios, for example, Peg is having a baby. Yep. Or Joe is managing type 2 diabetes. Or Megan has a simple fracture. And it'll run you through line by mm-hmm. line on what's going to be your cost initially versus what does insurance pick up versus Pretty helpful. what could you be on the hook for at the end of the day. Yeah. So look at that in your open enrollment. Just kind of dig into it. You may have to click around a little bit. It might not be in that summary. You might have to kind of click in and ask for some more information. Uh, but take a look at those things. So, well, and that chore never goes away. Right. Once you get to be 65 and you have Medicare and so forth, you may have noticed on television a few commercials for changing uh, your ca- uh, Medicare program. Yeah. And they want you to skip Medicare per se and go into these uh, Advantage plans. Right. And there are lots of choices there that ha- have big impact on you. And so you need to do the same work you're talking here, Tyler. So get in the habit while you're young, doing it with your uh, programs, and then when you get to be older, you can evaluate those choices better. And while you're looking at the health insurance side, too, you want to look at what type of pharmacy and prescription drug plans are available. Sure. That that's, tends to be a separate part of this open enrollment stuff, right? And, and looking at the packages is who's, the, who's providing coverage for the pharmacy and prescriptions. Yeah. Uh, and then also, they've already, a lot of companies have started adding in these incentives with wellness mm-hmm. and fitness-type benefits. So, for example, getting an annual physical or having regular screenings, and if you hit certain thresholds, and this is all spelled out in these these packages, uh, then you can actually get a reduction in your costs, right? Your, your oh, premium yeah. costs. We've seen a few companies too where they'll just pay you money uh, just by staying healthy. Just, yeah, here's boxes. your check, right? Yeah, that's great. Why didn't I get any money? <laughs> well, you got to be healthy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that about chocolate chip ice cream? <laughs> well, that's the healer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's prescribed. Yeah, right, right. Well, we'll continue with this conversation. A lot to get to. There's life insurance, disability insurance, dental, vision, legal services, cybersecurity, even on and on and on. So a lot to get to when we get back. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. Welcome back to Managing to be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. Well, where can people learn more about us? Yeah, well, you can either give us a call at 614-326-3077, or you can find us on the web at managingtobewealthy.com. We can schedule a consultation meeting in either scenario. Uh, we just ask that you fill out a brief questionnaire, and we'd set up a time from there to see how we can help you. How much do you charge me? Oh, I love that question. Nothing. Right. Nothing. We do it out of the goodness of our hearts because we want to make sure that people are okay. Right. Complimentary consultation. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, managingtobewealthy.com. All right, so employer-provided benefits, open enrollment season, again, a lot to, to go through. So we touched on a few things already, but let's get into more of the specifics and a few tips that people can take away as they're trying to figure this stuff out. And, and another one, big one is is life insurance, right? Oh, Typically, yeah. there's a 
group policy, group life insurance, and what there's some really nice benefits to group coverage. I think the obvious ones that we think of would be cost. Mm-hmm. All right, it's typically less expensive if you go the group route. And you don't have to get poked and prodded, John. There's no blood tests, oh, things like God. that. No more needles? That's right. <laughs> uh, now, the, typically, they'll be up to certain limits. And this is where right. I want you to, to think about this, too, is it's not just uh, is it free across the board, right? Because you may be enticed with like, the company may give you $50,000. Mm-hmm. We see that a lot, right? 50, about fifty grand yep. of life insurance benefits free. But is it actually free? It's it a, depends, right? Yeah. I think <laughs> that's the answer for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, the magic words. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I know usually once we get beyond the $50,000, you might see a, a line item on your pay stub saying imputed wages or life insurance. So you are paying some sort of fee for that, some tax essentially for that I, coverage. I'm glad you said pay stub because that's actually something that is really helpful during this period is to look at what you're currently enrolled in. Now, sure. the software is a lot better and it'll have checks on what you did last year. But to actually see the cost of last year, you're not really going to see that on the benefits for 2023, right? right. right? You're looking at next year. So if you're willing to kind of break it down and say, okay, if I add these benefits or change things, what, what, how that will affect my net pay, look at your most recent pay stub and just have that great up point. with you as you're, as you're going through that. That's great. You're a great point, sir. Team effort. Yeah. So so life insurance. So, <laughs> But one negative about life insurance is if you leave your job. Yes. There can be policies that are portable, mm-hmm. which meaning you can take it with you. Typically, though, the premium will change. Right, the premium will increase if you do that, but you may still keep the coverage. To your point, John, and that could be valuable if somebody does have health issues, right? For sure, uh, that have maybe crept up between the time even when they got that coverage initially into now. You could port it, might cost you more, but you still have the coverage if you need it. Right. Which is the second part, Cole, and this is a whole other conversation. But how much should you get? So you get this this pamphlet, right? It's given to you mm-hmm. by the employer, got all sorts of numbers on it. Fifty thousand is probably the free, sure. right. right? Free amount. How do you figure out how much more you should get? I've been waiting all day for this answer. It depends. <laughs> the life insurance, it's all about your goals. The, the way we view it is very few scenarios, very few people actually need life insurance forever. So realistically, the amount you need traditionally will decrease over time, unless you're young. So it's kind of like a, a bell graph, yeah, if you will. But as you add a house, a spouse, kids, debt, you name it, your need for life insurance would be higher than if you're young, you're single, we're leaving behind assets. So... It really depends. You want to work with an advisor, but I, I know I've heard uh, what seven times annual income, something like that's a, a rule of thumb. But that's a rule of thumb. Yeah, there's all sorts of different variables in there too. I think when you're looking at it on the employer side, you just kind of have to take a step back and look at the other parts of your plan. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any unfunded goals like you mentioned, and that'll help gauge that. But you do set certain thresholds where you'll be capped out. Right? You may be only yeah. able to get two hundred fifty thousand dollars of of coverage through work, things like that, and then. The other feature, too, you'll see on, on the open enrollment options is spousal benefits, right? Should mm-hmm. you, can you get life insurance on your spouse or dependents? Yeah. Thoughts, Cole? I, another it depends, but what I've, <laughs> what I've seen often for those is they, they tend to be overpriced for the, the little bit of benefit you get. So spousal is usually capped at something like twenty five grand, and then ten grand for uh, dependent benefits. You can usually get a policy for a, a much better deal than, than what you're getting for those personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and to your point earlier about uh, the group coverage generally being more cost-effective, that's oftentimes the case when you're younger. But if you're healthy, you can get priced out pretty quickly. So what I would suggest for that is usually when you're about in your 40s, you should review that premium every year against a personal policy. You can save a lot of money going for an individual policy after a certain point. Great tip. Well, let's keep going. Another one on there, disability insurance. So My this favorite. is yeah, short-term and long-term 
and we've said it before, I'll say it again, out of all the insurances, this is the most important. Mm-hmm. Clearly right. is. My very first client went out on disability, and he lived on that uh, for, let's see, he was like 87 years old when he finally passed. But what was interesting was he had purchased disability insurance through his association, and he thought he was okay. And I had to convince him to go get private disability. It took forever. But he finally did, and the differences were many, but one was the inflation coverage because he went on disability pretty early. And had he not the disability, he would not have had enough money to live. And the other was that back then it covered him past 65. Can't get that. Now. Right, not anymore. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, I think that's a consideration, too, is when you're looking at this group coverage, again, it'll likely be more cost-effective through the group, but mm-hmm. it comes with gotchas, right? The definitions oh, yeah. are not as favorable, and specifically on the long-term side of the equation, long-term disability. Uh, and then you got to pay attention, too, to who's paying for it. Sure. What are some issues there, Cole? Yeah, so they, who's paying for it? Um, so if it's employer versus employee, and then even to take it a step further, if the employee is paying for it pre-tax versus after-tax, and that pre-tax or employer scenario, uh, if you go down, you become disabled, those benefits are taxable to you. So that's taxable income versus if you pay for it a- after-tax, uh, then that would be tax-free income. I remember in a scenario, Cole, where we had a situation, and it was this time of year. I think I know where you're going. Yeah, yep. we were looking at it, and yep. we said, hey, check with your employer, see if you can actually pay for this instead of them. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Oh, yeah. The answer was nope. For about three years. <laughs> <laughs> but then he actually got it switched, right? He actually got it switched. They said, oh, yeah, just log in. You'll be able to see the uh, radio dial or whatever it was. Check yes and pay for his own premiums now. It's fantastic. That's counterintuitive, right? You're thinking, well, mm-hmm. how would I get to absorb those costs now if the company's going to pay for it? But you're kind of it's, it's a risk thing, right? Absolutely. If you, you're just kind of hedging your bets there if you do well, go Cole down. Cole would say it depends. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, yes. I also remember him saying to something along the lines, like, he was the only person that's ever asked that. Yeah, which, not surprising <laughs> right. at all. Like, well, he's the only person with a good financial planner. So, anyways. Well said. There's a lot to it, but disability insurance, again, definitely the group coverage is better than no coverage. Mm-hmm. So, if you have it there and you're able to absorb that cost into your pay, because remember, these things come out right, at the, right off the top of your paycheck, right? Every yep. couple of weeks or monthly, whatever, how you're paid. That's an important thing to look at. Yeah, uh, just real yeah. quick on that, the devil's really in the details for those group policies, too. Because uh, another scenario that I've seen, someone making almost three quarters of a million dollars a year, their group policy limited it to ten grand a month benefit that it'll pay out the benefit. Right, right. Obviously, that's that's nothing compared to what he would actually receive not being disabled. So, in those scenarios and those limitations, you might look for extra. Yep, that'd be the supplemental policy that John Absolutely. was talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the other obvious ones we won't spend too much on, on the time on these, but dental and vision. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of in there. Vision's kind of like typically what I see. There's one plan. It's like check, check yes or no. Yep. It's like ten bucks a month. You know. It is. Do you need it? Do it's, not. Yeah. Maybe it not. Save maybe, me well. a few fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you on as a dependent, John. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the dental one's interesting, and I'm in this world right now with my daughter, right? Braces and all that stuff. Oh yeah. You got to read the details too, because you can you can check the box for which plan covers orthodontics and all those things mm-hmm. but to your point there's caps yeah right? there's is, lifetime yep. caps yep. too so uh, i've learned that very quickly and, and nowadays these kids are getting two rounds of braces they get them when they're younger and they put these thing called palate expanders and have you seen these john but you have to physically manually crank open the Ooh. mouth oh my word expands the palate of these kids the idea being it's the palate's not fused yet and so there's more room for the teeth to come in if they can get more space and it's a lot less painful than if it was the palate being fused before that so the, that's phase one that sounds terrible now with my daughter we're in phase two 
and get, we're going Friday to get find out how much that's going to be. So <laughs> Yippee. We'll, we'll see what the uh, what the policy covers and what it doesn't. But I'm preparing for some out of pocket costs H- there. Hang so, in there, Dad. Thank yeah, you. I, I appreciate that. I was that. just at the dentist and had one tooth, <laughs> two thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, oof. yeah. Well, maybe you want dental insurance. To I help want that, that palate expander. That's right. More to get to when we get back. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and Company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Welcome back to Managing to Be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. Be sure to visit us at managingtobewealthy.com. A lot of great content there. You can also listen to previous podcasts right there on the website, managingtobewealthy.com. Dot com. All right, gentlemen, a few other sections of this employer-provided benefits, you know, this open enrollment season, a lot of different things. And typically, employers are starting to add in some kind of ones you haven't seen before, or they're newer, right, than your traditional health insurance and things we've talked about already. So ones that I've seen recently uh, in a lot of scenarios are legal services. So giving employees access to different legal services, of course, that comes at a cost. The idea being on the back end, you may have it, there's a negotiated rate with that particular Entity in this case, let's use an, an attorney, right? An estate mm-hmm. planning attorney, as an example. There's a there's a rate that they've agreed to charge the employees, which may be less than what you would pay if you just walk, you know, in off the street. Uh, and we've actually found some pretty good uh, attorneys through that for for people's scenarios that actually, you know, would have been just more expensive outside of the the employer provided group offering. So that's kind of cool. Uh, a newer one though, too. In, in today's day and age, you can imagine how important this is: is, is cybersecurity and identity theft. Oh yeah. Yeah, just within the last probably 24 months, I think I've had more emails about identity theft than the entire time I've been working here. Well, COVID really you know, exacerbated all that, right? All the, all the sure. unemployment claims and just everything yeah. else. You know, yeah, that's, that's how they fish your account, Cole. Is that uh, – oh. Because when you respond to one of those, then I, you get locked into the phishing. What, what are we fishing for? Your identity. Oh, yes. Oh, with a PH. With a PH, sorry. <laughs> He's this younger generation, I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're doing our best. <laughs> so the identity theft thing, that's too, again, you should. I think everybody should have their own coverage right now. Sure. You may get a better deal right through your employer, right? So mm-hmm. take a look at that and see if there's any of those types of options that are available. They even offer cybersecurity stuff now too, which is different training classes. And I saw one the other day, uh, I think it's called Cyber Scout, maybe something like that was the service they contracted with. And they do all sorts of different things uh, from teaching just techniques and offering other other tools to help protect your identity and, and secure your networks and all those things. We so, know how critical that is. So a free piece of advice is don't make your password password. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's a victory that's right a there starting the cybersecurity. With There's a point. cap P or downsize P? Uh, none of the above. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's somebody no, listening no going, that. I need to change that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> uh, another one, John, your favorite. Saw this a lot, and that's pet insurance. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> There's different forms of insurance, but you know, pet insurance. They have I, it for crocodiles. Yeah, there are probably limitations. You're right. If, if it's an emotional support crocodile, yeah. there. Are, I bet you there are some gotchas within those policies, oh, right? Man. A lot of specifics on what's covered, what's not. Yeah. But I, I mean, I've seen with with people that we work with, right? There's been scenarios where it's a seven thousand dollar vet bill mm-hmm. for an upset stomach that turns out to be nothing, right? You just don't know. But you got to run these diagnostics and. Pets are part of people's families and all those things, right? Absolutely. So it's uh, it's a billion-dollar industry, this pet insurance wow. stuff. But 
Um, the costs seem pretty pretty reasonable, but you got to be aware it's kind of like those critical illness policies. They mm-hmm. may or may not work, right? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna wish you had it if it if it would be the scenario that it could apply. Otherwise, you may just be wasted money. Yeah, right? so they're generally very accident based. Yeah. My right? my dog was a mutt. I kept him outside on a rope, and he lived in a doghouse. Uh, so I had great okay. care. Yeah, great care. I didn't need insurance. Just dog dad of the year is what yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So take a look. There might be some other you know, ones we even don't even know about, right? As far as other benefits through through For the sure. employer, but the bulk of it will be insurance related. And and the bigger one here that I want to spend the last last part of our show on here today is is the retirement plans that are offered. And there's new flavors of this stuff too, right? So again, you got to look oh, at this. You can't just click, you know, continue and don't, no changes. But typical thing you think of is the 401k. That's mm-hmm. a very popular plan, uh, and it probably will continue to be for some time. Uh, so when you when you're looking at this, it's the option to make some changes. Now, a lot of 401k plans have gotten better, I think, John, since maybe the last 20 years, yeah. where they had limitations on you can only change things once a year or change your investments. We see that it's 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 more accessible now. You can do things more frequently. But the retirement uh, side of things that during open enrollment is a chance to look at what else might be out there. So if you're already doing your 401k, good thing is to consider maybe increasing your contributions if you're not already maximizing them, right? Right. Uh, pay attention to what may happen here with what we said earlier with Congress. There may be some changes yep. to increase your contributions right. otherwise. Uh, and also take a look at new investment selections. Maybe there's a whole new lineup this year, or maybe your your work, your employer has changed who they used, yeah. right? Maybe mm-hmm. it was principal last year and it's fidelity this year, whoever, right? Um, so there, there may be new options available to you. And, and if you're not looking at it, you know, head in the sand type thing, that's not the way to go. So take a look at that. But another one I saw recently I wanted to bring up and get your both of your thoughts on this uh, is retirement counselors. So I saw this on a oh. package and it said, this is verbatim reading this. This service is available to you at no cost as part of your retirement benefit package. And it says, get unbiased advice on your retirement planning, contact your, you know, they give you the phone number and so forth. Thoughts? I mean, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'd love to know what uh, what exactly that means. Obviously, it wouldn't be comprehensive. I'd imagine they're just looking at the retirement plan. But yep. at the same time, there's something that gnaws at the back of my head that says, are they trying to make it more so they kind of get their foot in the door they see what you have and then say oh well hey we can do all these things but there would be a fee well and there's a, a, a ch- i have a big challenge with this because as you know i'm all about comprehensive fee only financial planning mm-hmm. and the reason it's financial planning is it incorporates everything you can't just go retirement plan if all you're going to do is focus on that then you're going to be focusing on investments and you're probably going to mess up so you need comprehensive planning, not just retirement planning. So there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's well said. Well, let me take that step further because I found the specifics again here. So retirement counselors are available to you to provide individual unbiased investment advice and to assist you with your retirement plan investment decisions. Mm-hmm. The service is available to you at no cost as part of your retirement benefits package. That sounds great. That sounds pretty but good. Th- but to your point, John, unless that retirement counselor is looking at all the other parts of the plan – they're in a vacuum. You're making decisions that could be impacting other parts that you don't even realize. You bet. Because I was thinking when we were just talking about making contributions, should you make your contributions to a pre-tax 401k or a Roth 401k? Do you or... think the retirement counselor is asking for the tax return? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty good that they're not. Probably not, right? So <laughs> it could be a good benefit, though, if you have general questions about, hey, what is this mutual fund? Like very specific things sure. to the plan, yeah. but just, just keep in mind it's not that's not a comprehensive solution. That's very segmented to the plan, even though it may sound differently. Uh, another one recently, too, and this is your expertise, Cole, Ooh. employee stock purchase plans. I'm ready. <laughs> Does it depend? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, th- this one, well, okay, yeah, you got me. It does depend. So, yeah. and there's open enrollments for these things too, right? And typically it'll be your, your annual period, like in the fall, for example, and they'll have another mm-hmm. one kind of six months from now. But uh, when, when somebody does get this choice, I was looking at one the other day, they have the opportunity to buy company stock at 85% of the fair market value. So basically so 15% discount. Sure. Pretty good. But what are some other factors to think through if you're looking at this as an opportunity? Yeah. So I know one of the big one with any sort of stock awards is taxes because uh, people don't take that into consideration. They just view it as a, a bonus of sorts. But then you see that they're just kind of hoarding or accumulating that company stock and they're not seeing any economic benefit from it. So I think to, exactly to your question, when that stock vests, consider selling it. Actually take that money back out, put it elsewhere, but you might as well realize that 15% if that makes sense within the plan. So I'll take it a step back even from those details and just kind of think through if you're looking at this and you do have the option through your employer to, to buy your company stock, mm-hmm. what's your thought on the trajectory of the company, right? Do you, sure. do you believe in what they're – hopefully you do because you're working for them, right? And yep. You kind of can see know it better than probably anybody else, but – you got to factor those things into it and then keep it reasonable, right? Don't go excessive with how much you put Please. into these things. And some of the plans do have caps, so you can't get too crazy yeah. with it. But I saw one actually here through uh, a local hospital system recently, and it's a very creative way for exec-level deferred compensation type plans, so not stock purchase, but another type of retirement plan. It's unique. And I heard, I've heard stories of, of, of some of these physicians putting in you know, 75% of their income into these plans. I'm going, oh, boy. Wow. You better walk it back and really make sure you understand what you're getting into because these things are very complex and not to mention yeah. just the tax side of it. So a lot to digest when you're looking at these these benefit packages through work. Just encourage everybody to take some time, read through it. Don't click the no changes button. Just see if there's anything that's there. And if you get to the no changes, then guess what? That's peace of mind knowing that you're still doing what you need to do. So it's been a great show, gentlemen. Thank you. We'll be back next week. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN.